0: Hello all you wonderful people. Welcome back to the Out of Thomas podcast um video show in which I talk about <clears throat> the articles that I'm writing for the out of Thomas dot WordPress. Sorry, the out of Thomas dot WordPress dot com. Thomas with no h t o m a s. Yes, because I uh, was born in Argentina and the pronunciation of my name is Thomas instead of Thomas but irrespective so you can find there all my articles and also if you joined art of Thomas dot substack dot com art of Thomas then you can get all the articles Straight to your email if that's something you would prefer anyway today's topic it's called let's talk energy going nuclear so this is a very different kind of topic in all my previous posts i was talking mostly about bitcoin crypto and how i believe that is the path going forward however Today I feel the need of expressing my view when it comes to energy, and most in particular, nuclear energy. Before I start, I need to say one that I'm no, I'm not an expert by far. My knowledge in energy is um, it's not very good, to be honest. It's not very deep. Now, saying that, I will uh, I want to start my conversation with a little story. My grandfather was the head, the chairman of the Argentinian nuclear program, La Comisión Nacional de Energía Atómica. Anyway, so he was pretty much in charge of running the country's nuclear energy program. He was in the Navy, and the Navy asked him to start researching nuclear energy. So he had to go move out into the mountains with his four children. And as he was still working full time and raising a family, he had to start studying nuclear energy from zero. And he managed to do it all. Unfortunately, he died when I was very young, so I only have a few memories with him. He, for what I remember and what people tell, tell me about him, he was an amazing person, very caring, and extremely, extremely smart. So I always knew this about my grandfather. And when I was around in my early 20s, I found a book at home, and it was written by him, and I'm a very curious person, so I, of course, I read it. And it was very interesting book because he was, he was saying, look, Argentina has an energy problem. And if we don't take these steps, it's going to get worse. And this is what's going to happen. And it was very interesting to me because everything that he said would happen if we didn't take the necessary steps, was happening at that time when I was reading the book, So I was like, oh, man, they, they didn't listen to him. They didn't do any of the things he was suggesting to do. And one of the things, the main things he was suggesting was the um, to rely more on nuclear power, which to me was kind of interesting because I... I always thought that nuclear power was bad. Um, We all know what happened in Chernobyl and what happened in Japan. And of course, every time there's an incident like that with nuclear power, the results are horrific. And we all grew with those images and that sort of um, that point of view, you know, that nuclear energy is bad and dangerous and we should be wary. But reading my grandfather's book, it painted a completely different picture. And over the years, I've been noticing that there's a lot of people out there that are saying the same things, that, hey, we all want green energy. Nobody wants non-renewable energy. Of course not. But the problem is that if you go, if you try to go 100% with solar and wind, and geothermal which are amazing are incredible technologies but if you just rely on them what ends up happening is the price of energy skyrockets and that is very much an issue especially for those that don't have the means to afford when energy goes up and the cost of living goes up with it and that is an immense problem that we're having now i feel the need to make this video now because here in australia um i've been reading that they started that they, they say they're gonna take commission most of the power plants and apparently something happening around the world and i think is the the wrong move For what I understand, and again, not an expert, very, very far from it, and I would encourage everyone to get their own information, but it seems that of all the energy available today, the nuclear energy seems to be the cleanest and effective of all our options, you know when effective I mean the amount of energy you need to use to gather um, you know with nuclear energy you get you have to do to use very little energy to get a lot. So you know it's it's really good and most of the arguments against nuclear energy, don't take into consideration all the um, development and the improvements in the technology. So a lot of the waste, No, now the amount of waste is been reduced by a ton, and the way that we are dealing with it is much, much better. There are even finding uses for the byproduct of nuclear energy, which is incredible. If we can find a way to use, The byproduct then that will be incredible it will be one of the best sources of energy and if instead of using it less we use it more we can actually increase the um, the living standards while at the same time decrease the costs of energy which of course the cost of energy is built into anything because you need energy to do anything so that would be a massive, massive plus for humankind as a as a whole. But anyway, there is a lot of um, talk and push towards leaving nuclear behind and leaving oil and fossil fuels behind to focus on wind, solar, geothermal, and all that stuff. And yes, I most people agree that. It would be great if we can not rely on oil and fossil fuels. That would be incredible. It will give each country a lot more um, sovereignty over their own, their own infrastructure, which would be great. So it seems to me that we're taking the wrong steps. If we want to let go of fossil fuels, um, it seems like the best way would be to embrace nuclear energy, and not to move away from it. That's how I feel. Uh, I feel it. That's what my grandfather was talking about in his book. Back in the 70s, he was making the same arguments. And here we are at the end of 2021. And we're still seems to be, we seem to be moving in the wrong direction. And there seems most of the people that speak of nuclear energy are still using the same points my grandfather was fighting against in the 70s. So I, we haven't done much progress in that front, unfortunately. Um, you know the, I was while I was researching this subject, I was trying to understand why this move against. Nuclear energy. And I remembered a phrase by Jordan Peterson, and I'm sure I'm gonna butcher the phrase, like I'm I'm gonna paraphrase it the best that I that I can. But he said something similar to if you can't understand why someone is doing something in particular, you know, try to see what the effect of that action? What is the end result? And maybe that's the reason why they are doing it. So I started to think, okay, why? what would happen if we move away from nuclear energy and we focus on the other green energies? And I think that what would happen is the price of energy is going to go up. So pretty much the price of everything is going to go up. That would mean that the wealth divide would get bigger. The people that already have will have more. So more more likely the power is going to get concentrated even more. The people who are struggling will struggle even more. And that would probably mean that more people are going to have to rely on the government, maybe through some social programs, maybe, you know, the increase in the cost of living will drive us to something like UBI or some sort of subsidy. From the government, and I think maybe I, I know once you start on this train of reasoning, you might, you know, start heading into conspiracy theory territory, which uh, it's always fun. But I like to keep my feet on the ground as much as possible. But I do believe that it, there seems to be um, an interest. Either knowingly or unknowingly for the people in government to have as much as the people dependent on the government as possible. And I think that offers you a great way of controlling people. And if someone goes against the government, it's very easy to just shut them down. it goes completely against everything that I've been talking in my previous videos about being sovereign, like each individual needs to be sovereign of their own life. So it's completely the opposite, creates the opposite effect. Um, But yeah, it seems like there, there are people or forces trying to drive us in that direction, which When I take a step back and I look at the larger picture, stuff like Bitcoin and the new technologies, they're always trying to decentralize the power and empower the individual and not the the government and politicians. So there seems to be these different things pulling us in different directions. So it is very hard to try and predict what's going to happen because I do believe that in the long term decentralization especially stuff like Bitcoin is going to win out. I believe that the government is either knowingly or unknowingly but they feel that they're losing their power so that's why they're trying to assert themselves even more by exercising more power so it does seem like a way of trying to keep control because they feel like they're losing it and i think at the end they will in fact lose most of it but it's going to be interesting in the short medium term because this might make things more difficult for everyone um But you also need to start playing around with the game theory element because each country, right, it's its own entity and they're all competing against each other. So when a company like China bans Bitcoin mining, all the other countries that adopt Bitcoin mining, they have an advantage over China, which is what's happening now. So if we see countries like Australia, and the United States and all these countries seem to be moving away from nuclear energy, which means that for all the other countries, if they adopt nuclear energy, they will have a significant advantage. So probably we will see a lot of countries, especially the more developed ones, move away from nuclear energy. But I don't believe, all the countries who follow this. I think we should expect at least a few countries to go the other way around and double down on nuclear energy. And then those countries will be in a much better position to outperform the more developed countries. So I'm seeing this image, you know, you can think of it just like... um, Bitcoin and El Salvador, right? Most of the countries are trying to regulate and are more against crypto and Bitcoin, whereas you get countries like El Salvador who embrace it. And because they are the first country to do so, they are the ones that are gonna benefit the most out of it. So there is a very interesting game theory element in which when all the countries turn shy away from these new technologies, the few countries that adopt them, they will probably do better. They would outperform in terms of growth and uh, living standards. So that's going to be very, very interesting. At the same time, well, maybe you don't feel it now because COVID made a lot of countries a lot more... Uh, what we say, they close their borders, it's much harder to travel between countries. But if you zoom out, if you zoom out all the way, and you see, like, in the last few years, traveling and moving away from country was really, it was historically easy. And we had so much immigration, like, from everywhere in the world. Most of the people. Like I was born in Argentina, I left, I'm living now in Australia, but most of the people that I know are not living in Argentina, they all moved away. and I'm here in Australia and you go out and you see people from everywhere. We have people from the Middle East, we have people from India, from Asian countries, we have people from everywhere here. And I think like, Right now, in this moment, that's more difficult because of COVID, but we, we are tending to a much more open world where borders are getting the less important as they once were. So this is, opens a great, a very interesting thing thing to think about which is at the time we have countries competing against each other with this kind of technologies, we also have more than ever the opportunity to vote with our feet, which means if the country that we are in now, like, for example, I'm in Australia, and they want to decommission the, uh, the power plants, so I could grab my stuff and move to a country that supports the power So what we will end up seeing is that the countries with the good policies will attract um, the people that are searching for that. So this is one of the main points the, of the book, The Sovereign Individual, is that governments, for the first time, will have to compete to attract their citizens, and they will in fact have to treat them now like customers, and not like their product. You know, before we were almost like cattle, that they were trying to extract as much wealth from us as possible, while giving as least, at least, no, we're giving back um, less, as least as possible. That's what I'm trying to say. But now they're gonna have start to they're gonna have to start competing in order to attract their best customers. So this is a very big political shift, and the countries that understand this sooner and start acting like someone that needs to attract their customers, those are the ones that are gonna do the best. And for us, we need to understand this shift in the political, political sphere so that we can spot those countries that are doing that and we can go there first. So my prediction for the future is a lot more movement between countries. And as countries seek to compete against each other, they will eventually realize that low taxes and a small government is gonna be the most effective. So that's my prediction that goes along with Bitcoin and decentralization because small government tends to be in alliance with decentralization. So that's macro, that's what I see. Um, The problem is that we are right now in that moment of transition, so it is not clear. But as we move forward, it's going to be more and more clear, so we need to pay attention, have our eyes open so we can identify the trends and adapt quickly. If we do so, we will make the transition smoother, easier, and with less friction, Unfortunately, those who are not paying attention will have a hard time, especially if they get stuck in one of the places that is impeding the change instead of trying to go with it. But anyway, that's what I had to say for today. Um, If you're watching the video, I'll just show you the drawing that I did for today. It's called Going Nuclear. But yeah, anyway. That was it. I hope I didn't ramble too much and I really, really hope this is useful for you. My only goal here is to try and learn as much as possible to improve my life communicating to you and hopefully that also improves your life a little bit. Please do your own research. Don't just take my word for anything and let me know if I said something that was horribly wrong because that would be very good information for me to have. Anyway, have a good day, enjoy, have fun, and I'll see you hopefully in the next one. Bye-bye.